Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. The Jason and Alexis podcast is brought to you by our friends at Sears Imported Autos, serving four generations of happy returning customers. Sears Imported Autos is just 10 minutes west of downtown on 394 in Minnetonka. More information at SearsImports.com. I need service. Like a refill on your drink? Or some more dipping sauces? No, goobers. I need service on my car. Oh, okay. But I still want to refill on my drink. Well, I'm sure the professionals at Sears Imported Autos can help with that because they literally do everything for you. Yeah, I've heard you mention that. Didn't Colin just take his car into the service department at Sears? He did, and it was amazing. And we've owned a few car brands. We've been to a few places. But the service at Sears was beyond. They gave him a free Mercedes loaner while his car was being worked on. Oh, fancy. Oh, absolutely. And obviously with COVID, safety is so important to the family at Sears. If people request, the service pros at Sears Imported Autos will pick up your car, perform the repairs, clean, disinfect, and get it back to you safe and sound. And I must say it feels so nice and it gives you that great peace of mind. I know some places make it a pain to schedule an appointment. How is it at Sears? So simple. No horrible phone trees. You can schedule an appointment right online at SearsImports.com. No wonder Sears won best of the best from Mercedes in 2018 and 2019. To me, they are fabulous. No, 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 no. No, Fibulous, every day, every year, for over 55 years, serving four generations of customers. And let's just say, very few can say that. Sears Imported Autos, 10 minutes west of downtown Minneapolis on 394. And online at SearsImports.com. The following program is brought to you in living color on NBC. It just starts in black and white. And now we're in glorious color. That's right. All three of us. Yes. Because Alexis is off today. And it was her you, turn. That it was her turn to be in sepia tone. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071 and streaming around the world on our My Talk app. Go download that. I'm Jace with Dawn and Kenny on this Monday, September 20th, 2021. 707 is the time if you're preparing to walk out the door. Um I don't I can't remember Don if you recommended this. I know who to blame, uh but I'm not sure oh. if I need to lump you in as well. Well, well I'll, just tell me what it is <clears throat> and then I'll lie if it's me. Lulu Rich on Amazon. That's Prime. Alexis. That's okay. Lex. Yep. And had, Elizabeth Reese loved yes. it, and Steve yep. Patterson. Oh, oh, right. Yes, and yes. she is the she's the one that brought it to the show. You're right. Yeah. It was. Uh, yeah, I am. Uh, I'm jokingly mad at all of them. Okay, because I had the best of intentions yesterday afternoon to do a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Colin and I, we were going to record. The first episode of the new season, finally, of Two Fairy Godfathers, our podcast about 
doing Disney as adults. Um, and that never happened last night because I was obsessed with oh, finishing Lula Rich about the Lula Row um, pyramid scheme legging thing, thing, thing that is on Amazon Prime. It is, you can't stop watching. It's basically a bag of Frito Lays. You cannot, <laughs> oh, no. one is not enough. Yeah. You have to finish this. It's four episodes. Um, trust Elizabeth and Alexis and uh, Patterson. Run to Amazon Prime and watch Lula Rich. Okay. Finish our show. Do not listen to it during like Low J. Colin Sick. Colin Sick. And it's watch Lula Rich. It's four hours. And it doesn't even feel like four hours. They're right. Elizabeth and Alexis are right. And I'm sorry that Alexis is gone and missing me telling me, telling her she's right. (laughs) It's really addicting and just pisses you off for the victims of this pyramid scheme. Mm. And the owner of this, the the husband and wife that own this company, um, they are just trash garbage humans. Oh, my gosh. But it's like watching Tammy Faye and Jim Baker sell ugly leggings. That's basically what I feel like that whole thing was. (laughs) I never bought any. I wasn't really into it, but I did see a lot of people when I was on Facebook having these parties. I remember the phenomenon of like, all of these people I knew, they were LuLaRoe um, agents or whatever you call them. And they would be like, I've got unicorns. Yeah. It's like oh. unicorn. The unicorn thing was a big deal. Like they oh. were the rare ones. So they created this like collection obsession that we all have. And then it had to do with clothes. My one of my one of my favorite parts, Kenny, I was again, Colin laughed. For his 32nd and 33rd time this year out loud. They were showing when the quality, they were growing at such a fast pace that they couldn't keep up with quality. They they couldn't keep up with quality control. Uh So they were starting to show the, um, the defections in the leggings and Samantha B well, this was all over the place. CBS This Morning did an expose on them. Then late night comedians, John Oliver ripped them. And then there was the sewing of these leggings got to be haphazard with the patterns. So there was like, um, <laughs> there was a pattern, Kenny, where there were hamburgers all over the leggings. But they were okay. they were stitch, stitched in a way that right in the crotch region, <laughs> there, were, there were like two hamburger buns that were in the middle of the seam so it looked like a giant it looked like a giant vagina like in a hamburger bun i want those i died and then the other one this is what makes me hungry well and then the then the other one was dawn i'm going right see i'm going right over it i'm going right over it then the other one was the one where um there was a giant bumblebee and the bumblebee was in the crotch so it looked like a bee was coming out of your lady flower and samantha and and samantha b samantha b goes who wants leggings where there looks like there's a bee crawling out of your cooch Well, I remember Alexis oh, said God. that they were like moldy. Some oh. of them were moldy. Yeah, so they grew at such a pace 
that they didn't the factory couldn't hold the inventory oh. so they started they started storing these leggings that are basically oh. in freezer bags individually in these freezer bags outside so what? moisture oh, moisture, moisture would get in there yeah so it would get moldy Ew. and they said so the the they said the smell <laughs> they would open up the bag and the smell was like rancid oh. like you can never so you had leggings that smelled like feet Who like wants just some, na- oh, some moldy hamburger leggings <laughs> So would uh, this is probably too much of a deep dive question? Oh, deep dive is probably not the right word here. But, um, <laughs> but um, so would the would the agents or the representatives try to wash them before they mailed them out? Do they talk there, about you that? couldn't get yeah they couldn't get the smell out no matter what they did. Yeah, I mean there's some things wow. you just have to toss. Yeah, and moldy, moldy. Hamburger, hamburger leggings is probably one of them. Oh, God, but Kenny, you would die. The placement of the hamburger on that one. I, wow. that's when Connor, Sounds that's perfect. Connor, that's when Colin just died laughing. And then there was another one with, it looked like the Leaning Tower of Pisa, but it was right in the crotch. So it looked like, it looked like a, it, it No, it looked like a, um, a private, it looked like a, a penis. It looked like, yeah, because it was right there in the crotch region. Oh, God. Oh, my God. I can't wait just to get to that part. Oh, Don, you guys have to watch this. Lula Lula Rich on Amazon Prime. My talkers, I know Steve is right. Don, uh, Don is right. Elizabeth is right. I can't wait. Forget the dirt alert. By the way, I'm just going to warn Elizabeth. I don't even care what she has. <laughs> okay. All, I'll all send her a text. All we're going to talk about. <laughs> all we're going to talk about. Hamburger bun. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's take a let's take a break. When we come back, uh, our our thoughts on the Emmy Awards last night. Jace, I hear you're going for a test drive. Didn't you just buy a new car? Not that kind, goobers. I'm getting a smile test drive. Oh, with Dr. Amy? Yep. It's kind of like a try it before you buy it kind of thing. In one 30-minute appointment, Dr. Amy at Hughes Dental can show folks what their smile could look like after one of her legendary smile makeovers. And we all know a good smile means so much to folks. Yeah, it really does. And Dr. Amy is so passionate about it. She's had years and years of experience in cosmetic dentistry and knows what she's doing when it comes to veneers. And she also gets that this is a commitment. So here's great news. Hughes Dental offers a financing option as well. So if you're getting ready for a big event or just want to know more about veneers and Dr. Amy's smile makeover, go to Hughes Dental on Instagram and check out the smiles. Or go to Hughes-Dental.com to learn more about Dr. Amy and her team. And be sure to let them know you heard about Hughes Dental from My Talk 1071. <laughs> I just texted Don and Kenny an image from Lula Rich on Amazon Prime. All these leggings that were stitched in a way that the designs were, well, suggestive. Let's just say that. Oh my. Oh no! <laughs> what is that supposed to be? Leaves? A leaf. Two leaves, yeah. That doesn't look like In, a leaf. Inconveniently placed, let's just say that. Boy, anyway, yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. It's so good. It's so good. Mm, looks more feathery, and you know what that looks more like. Mm-hmm. 
Thank you for being here, everybody. Last <laughs> night was the uh, the Emmy Awards over there on CBS. And, okay, question number one, Dawn. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I can't believe I wrote this much. I have four pages of notes that, oh my I, goodness. that are typed from my phone. Because I watched from 5 p.m. until 10.30 p.m. The red, what? red carpet. Uh, oh, my goodness. Okay, Go to give us some highlights of your notes. I'm not gonna. I don't want to waste time. I'm gonna shut my mouth. Go. Well, what What do you want to know? I just wanted to know right away. <laughs> were they outside? Was that a tent? Okay, so that was <laughs> Seth Rogen, who was high as a kite, and he's admitted mm-hmm. that he's always high. Yeah, like twenty four seven. He. I'm sorry. I wrote down. He is so funny. That's a real talent to be high like that and to be able to be that funny. He came <laughs> out and he goes, um. Okay, so I would not have come here if I knew that we were going to be indoors. We're supposed to be outside. Why is there a roof? He's like, look at all these people crammed in here. It's like a tin can. He's just like, so this is supposed to be safe? He's like, all right, well. So they had them, a limited amount of people, in a tent-type thing with a roof on it. It wasn't even open air. He goes, so I guess it's more important to have three chandeliers than to make sure that, and then he mentioned somebody old in the audience, that make sure that so-and-so doesn't die. I mean, he was very clear about how he felt, but he still had like a, four solid jokes yeah. that were like, dude, he goes, well, that's all the jokes I have. And that, it was just like so funny. I mean, but he had really good points. Just yeah. like smart comedy, that guy, man. Oh, so that was my first. I, I was just like, wait a minute. I couldn't tell. Are they in a tent? Are they not no, in a tent? It's supposed to be more safe. But they were all enclosed and very close together with yeah. a roof. Mm-hmm. Like, this is not. And then they had were the they... London crew in some pub over there doing a <laughs> simulcast with all the people from the crown. And, you know, and they don't really care about mentioning every person that's ever touched their life when they accept no. the award. They're like, we had a great time, woo, and they're just partying. Yeah. I loved it when somebody from the crown won or someone, because I'm like, there's no pressure. Um, uh, Shoot. I don't even know where to begin. Safety, um, roof aside, I will tell you, though. I loved this. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP Podcast. Podcast.com. Set. And I loved the setup. It was very Golden Globes esque. They mm. were at tables. Yeah. It was smaller. Um, I thought the set was gorgeous. Probably one of the more, in recent memory, one of the yeah. prettiest production designs I have seen on sure. one of these award shows. Yeah, I I would agree. Um, and because it was such a limited amount of people, uh, it didn't take a lot of time for people to get up and and um, the same thing and, yep. um, and say how excited they were uh, to win. The opening thing was really great. It was Cedric the Entertainer. He was the host, um, mostly because it's on CBS and he has a show called The Neighborhood that is yeah. on CBS. He was really funny, uh, and you had. 
uh, LL Cool J came out and rapped. You had a bunch of other stars. Really? Rita Wilson rapped. Rita Wilson, yes. Rita Wilson killed it. Like, at the end, she was, like, it was Cedric the Entertainer, LL Cool J, Lil Dicky. If you don't know who he is, he's brilliant. Um, and then you had Rita Wilson, like, full-on rapping. Oh, Kenny, I mean, it was, look, I don't always love these opens. They can be lame sometimes yeah, right Don. yeah this was a good opening this it was really a great was. opening yeah uh, married to tom that. hanks rita wilson yes well she actually has music that's you know she's like i have another song that's coming out tomorrow she it's called uh well, i wrote it down but uh anyway search rita wilson <laughs> she has a song coming out today <laughs> i think it's called trilogy or trinity or something like that um but she was really funny on the red carpet i liked her look Here's a little bit of Rita. Here oh, we go. Squeak. Hulu, Hulu, they had so much TV. Plus TV, HBO Max, I got for free. And this rap wouldn't be complete. I gotta give a shout out to Sesame, Sesame Street. Street. So many characters I love, in fact. That's Burton and his business. We don't care about that. The rounds about over is about. It's crazy. I mean, everybody it was just fun. exploded when she did that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man. That was great, and I thought that was. Uh, I love that they used the Biz Markie song as the backing track. Yeah, yeah. He, he lost him this away. year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Biz. Yeah, oh, it was just man. a fun open. It was. It was a good scene Not setter. Too long. Nope. Nope. Just was simple and um, involved a lot of people, but still simple. Yeah, I obviously, uh, as far as winners, Don, who who were you the most excited for? was the most ex- well first of all the first winner you could not top what she her excitement um this was um best supporting actress in a comedy for ted lasso hannah waddington who yeah. is the the owner of the team the blonde she was over the moon excited and just like practically jumping <laughs> on yeah. a table excited about and very appreciative here's about, a little bit of yeah. hers Christ oh. on a bike, sorry. Oh my gosh, I'm not responsible for anything that pulls out of my face in the next 30 seconds. Jason, you... Dump, wow, dump. I didn't notice that in the I broadcast. didn't know, I didn't either. I don't oh, think wow. anybody did, because it was so no. quick. Okay, well, they did not uh, edit these. Okay, there we go. Because of her English accent. Anyway, there was an yeah. expletive that we just had to... If you're listening uh, on the live stream, we apologize. <laughs> Because we can't dump that. No, no. No, but she was uh, obviously really excited and really um, thrilled to be a part of the cast. And they won a lot. Like Jason Sudeikis, they did. um, So he won Best Actor in a Comedy Series. Um, She won Best Supporting Actor. And then um, the guy who plays Roy Kent... He won Best Supporting Actor in a Comedy Series. And I didn't, like, look, I I cuss like a sailor, but I didn't, like, I think it was him or somebody else. It was him. They got on stage and they're like, we were told specifically not to cuss. And then he went on to say, like, seven words and CBS had to... And I'm like, that's not funny. That's, not that's low-hanging fruit. Cute. No, it's that's... Not, it's not clever. It's no. not interesting. It just shows what a... I almost cussed. Yeah, his name is Brett Goldstein. I've seen him on a lot of British shows. He was in a uh, Ricky Gervais show called Derek. He was the the boyfriend of the nurse. Hilarious. Yeah. Um, Um, 
you guys are seem to be avoiding one thing. Who? And it's making me more and more nervous. Well, we're going to talk about nervous. this all show, Kenny. What? Yeah, what? What? Angry. But let's. This is a good cliffhanger, though. What are you nervous about that we haven't mentioned for the Emmys? Mayor of Easttown. We'll take a break and we'll find out if Kenny's nightmare is going to come true after this. My top. Jason and Don, did either of you know that St. Mary's University has a bachelor in science degree in applied psychology now? You mean St. Mary's University right here in the Twin Cities? Yes, I did hear that. And it's fully online, too. So it's a great option for busy working adults. There's such a demand for careers in counseling, social services, school psychology, and human resources that a degree in applied psychology can provide the foundational knowledge needed. The best part is that this is a degree completion program, meaning you can transfer past credits. Also, you can earn college credit using work and life experience. And you can complete this program in as few as two years. So cool. I've heard great things about St. Mary's University. Their faculty and staff really become your allies on your educational journey. They are there and want you to succeed. How can someone learn more? Just go to smumn.edu or enter my talk keyword St. Mary's. It's Emmy Monday here on my talk. Welcome back, Jason and Alexis in the morning. I'm Jace. Lex is off today. Kenny and Dawn are here on this Monday, September 20th. Okay. Uh, let's, well, uh, Kenny set us up perfectly. Let's, let's get to his question, his concern, his possible nightmare. What was it, Kenny? Uh, where, how come we're not talking about Mayor of Easttown? I understand that it's not going to win any comedy awards, but it better... Everything that it was nominated for, it better win. I mean, I'm talking clean sweep here. I don't want to see any losses at all from okay. Mayor of Town, okay. or I'm shutting everything down and, uh, I don't know, walking into the nearest pond and going under and holding my breath. I don't know. Oh, something. my gosh. Well, something drastic. Something. Well, really we, better drastic. Find a, we better find a crick uh, for Kenny to, to go in because yeah. I have good news and bad news. I'm going to focus on the good news. Please. And and that's this right here. Sarah Paulson, take it away. And the Emmy for lead actress in a limited series, anthology series, or movie goes to Kate Winslet. Okay, thank you. So Kate wins. Let's hear a little bit of uh, her speech, and then we'll continue with Kenny's Nightmare. Thank you so much. Okay. Right. Okay. Breathe. Okay. I just want to acknowledge my fellow nominees in this decade that has to be about women having each other's backs. I support you. I salute you. I'm proud of all of you. Mayor of Easttown, it seemed to, I don't know, it was this cultural moment and it brought people together and gave them something to talk about other than a global pandemic and i want to thank everyone for watching our show so there's kate now here's the bad news uh kenny it lost best limited series or anthology to queen's gambit what the hell is Queen's Gambit? Oh, it's amazing. It's really good. It's really, Come on. really good. <laughs> Give me a break. No, no. Doesn't even. Here's the thing. I, Queen's, come on. Okay. Queen's Gambit was also a phenomenon. Oh, yeah. For the 10 people that watched it. Oh, no, 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 Kenny. You don't understand. I know you live in the woods, but 
a lot of people watched it. It is excellent. It's really, really good. Um, they didn't give them anything except that. Other yeah. than that, you know, supporting actress in the limited series went to Julianne Mickelson from Mayor of Easttown, who played okay. the mother. Yes. Right. Uh, the oh, friend yes. mother. The friend mother right. with the yep. freckles. Yep. Okay. Uh, best supporting actor in a limited series, Evan Peters, also won. For mayor. So, so mayor. So they really didn't have, they did not nominate anybody as best actor. So he was a what best about, supporting actor. What about Mayor's mom? What's her Jean name? Smart? Jean Smart yeah, did Jean Smart. not win. What? But she won for Hacks. And I she think won for that hacks. they I think that they decided, okay, we're gonna get I don't because care about hacks. Well <laughs> it's really good though. Yeah. Here's a little here's a little bit of Gene, and they gave her a giant standing ovation. Yeah. As they should. And here's a little bit of Gene's speech. She looked great. Black gown. Thank you. you. First of all, I want to congratulate my my friends on Mayor! Before I say anything else, I I have to I have to acknowledge my late husband, Richard Gilliland, who um, passed away six months yesterday, and he I would not be here without him, without his kind of putting his career on the back burner so that I could take advantage of all the wonderful opportunities that I've had and my two incredible, unselfish children. And it was just very sweet. Her her husband was also an actor, a character actor. You may not know his name, but you definitely, if you saw his face, you're like, oh, Jason, that guy. Mm-hmm. How do I know Jean Smart? What, what was she in? Designing Women years? is when the majority of um, the American okay. public discovered her. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, but no, but Kenny, Dawn is at Dawn per usual is absolutely right. Um, don't be look, if there was another show that beat out Mare, this would be an hour and 20 minutes more of outrage theater because but if 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 Mare was going to lose to any other limited series, mm-hmm. Dawn, do you agree with me here? Absolutely. Yeah, uh, I don't mind that it's Queen's Gambit because and, and Kenny, I'm telling you, if you watched it. You would actually really enjoy Queen's Gambit. It was. it was a show about Brian May and Freddie Mercury and, and the no, whole band. No, it's he. No, chess. It's actually about a, ch- a chess oh, champion. Oh, right. Okay. And I remember you guys talking about that. It's fascinating. I, I, okay. The yeah. actress yeah. is uh, Anya Taylor Joy, and she, like, <sighs> it's she is a phenomenon. She's she had to actually learn all of these chess. Um, I don't even know what they're called. Moves. Moves. It's I like guess. a whole strategies. plan. Strategies. Like she, they all, the cast learned all those famous strategies for this. And the acting is, she goes from like four different decades of playing herself as like a 12 year old. And then, I mean, she is so good in this role. Um, and she did not win. She lost to Kate Winslet. And I think she probably was okay with that. Um, yeah. Now, the one thing, there was something that, um, really really made me angry oh i can't wait for this what okay so best directing for a limited series i don't even know the dude's name which is terrible but it's from the queen's gambit uh it made me really really angry because the music started he said uh no turn the music off which a lot of people did but then he repeatedly said it like four times 
And he went on this long, just love fest for Anya Taylor-Joy, the star, that was a little over the top. Like, he, when he got out his, he brought out pages. And you could see the written type on them. They have 45 <sighs> seconds. It was two full pages of tightly written type. And he was so selfish to do that because it takes away time from someone yep. else. And, like, don't be so self-important. It made me really not like him at all. It yeah. makes it really hard to like someone whenever they're that disrespectful to the broadcast itself, to other winners. And it also kind of took away moments from like Andy other Taylor people. Joy that could have won. I mean, I guess it was just a gushing love fest about her, but it was too much. And I was like screaming at the TV. It was. I'm so glad you brought that up. It, it just, no, I mean, come on. There's other people that want to speak should have their moment too. And the more time you take, the less time a director of a broadcast is going to give to other folks. And it really does show his lack of awareness and lack of respect for a crew. Yeah. Like what, what was it like to work on Queens Gambit as a crew member? That's what I was thinking the whole time, you know, because he doesn't respect the process of what a crew or a broadcast is. We can't be surprised, though, right? I mean, these are we're talking the most self-indulgent people. That's top yeah. of the list, though. I mean, yeah, come on, dude. I think people will be talking about that today. Yeah, that. Well, there's two post headlines. You know that and then no actors of color won a uh, a single Emmy. That's um, despite true. despite it was like good news, bad news. There was a a record nominee lineup. So those are the two Lovecraft two things. Country and Pose did not get anything. RuPaul's Drag Race did one for best competition yep. series. And now he's in the record books for uh, most wins. Kenny, what were you going to say, my friend? There should be. They should have a second shot ready to go either a break a break to commercial or another camera another microphone and a host ready to go and that person just gets the fade out and take camera two and here we go well they have cut them off at the knees they have pre-produced pieces that is a really good idea that you know some of them i'm like all right do we need to stop down for this but they could just throw it to a pre-produced piece and then just cut his microphone yeah, oh, that's what I would do. Sorry, it was really it was too too long, and especially no offense. Look, without the behind the scenes people, there wouldn't be in front of the scene people, in front of the camera people. But right, you, dude, uh, let's give you your due. But after about four minutes, nobody knows you, and yeah. and you're and <laughs> now I mean, you're just, just being making blunt. everyone uncomfortable because you yep. had forty five seconds. Yeah, so. Uh, we'll have more Emmy talk a little bit later and obviously all day today on my talk. We're going to take a break. We'll be back right after this. And now on Jason and Alexis in the morning, a message from our sponsor from like the 70s or 80s. 13 historic years, J.R. Ewing has double-crossed his friends, betrayed his family, and destroyed his enemies. May 3rd, it'll all be over. It's JR's Judgment Day. Dallas, trust us, it ends with a bang. This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. Sure did. Mm-hmm. Horrible. <laughs> Horrible ass series finale. Anyway, oh, no. check your phone, Jason. 
We just got a tweet. Was that from you or Dawn? I think that was I, I don't right? tweet. I just sent no. I, oh, I well, that was you. <laughs> I texted uh, the t- I texted Kenny and Dawn okay. more pictures. We'll oh, talk more. about this. Uh, we'll talk about this at the top oh. of the eight o'clock hour. <laughs> okay. All right. We'll, we'll talk. No, 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 no. But it's I just so texted. Awesome. I texted Dawn's oh, my face. God. And unfortunately, <laughs> my phone vibrates, and I just had it. Oh my god! Oh wow! What is this? Oh my! Oh my god! Well, it leans to the to right. Oh. I, I just texted Dawn and Kenny <laughs> pictures. That is not a carrot. <laughs> pictures of the Lulu Row uh, leggings that were stitched in a way that uh, presented some s- uh, suggestive um, elements in oh unfortunate places. Basically, one has a bee. <laughs> it looks like a bee is crawling out of your couch or your uh, crotch. Um, couch. And then, an, yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, and then an, another one is a, a horribly misplaced vegetable. Um, so, yeah. I can't believe that they did not realize what they were doing. Or strategically placed. I don't know. It's pretty funny. Uh, I, I, I love how the woman modeling it is just like showing, like, you don't have to put your hand there. We see it. Yeah. She's like modeling where it is, like, look here. It's like, don't worry, we see it. So, Dawn, if you were into leggings, and would you wear those in public? No, it's just not my style. Yeah. I just don't. I, I think it's hilarious. Uh, I, that's funny. I do have some pattern leggings, but they don't have like objects on them. It's just like oh, <laughs> like a like a chevron pattern or something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, if you watch Lulu uh, Lulu Rich, um, go ahead uh, tweet. I have some clips. We'll pull up in the next uh, in the next segment. Jason, but right, I think what? I think the bee is diving in. Yeah, I don't it think is it's diving in. <laughs> That's what I, I was going to go, say. It's going in there. It's going in. It's looking for the Coming queen. in hot. It's looking for its queen inside the, the honey pot. Inside oh, the hive. It is. It's like finding the hive. Yeah. It, is. Yeah, yeah. it does look like it's going inside the region. Room. Oh, That's a worker bee for sure. Oh, yep. God. It's so just oh, scandalous. <laughs> Yeah, it's so scandalous. Uh, but right now, hey guys, Dawn saw a movie. Can Ooh. you stand it? Yes. How was the movie? How was the movie? How was the movie? How was the movie? My big fat movie review. I saw Shang-Chi over the weekend. Um, I've pronounced it differently in past dirt alerts. I apologize. <laughs> um, but no, I absolutely love this. Really? Oh, God, I really did. So this is a part of the Marvel Universe. I will say if you go see it, you need to sit through the entire credits because there are two scenes. There's one in the middle of the credits that you need to see and then one at the very end. Okay. Um, I, and I was just, you know, I started to look up um, uh, the actors. That, Aquafina is in it, of course. Uh, the star is Simu Liu. And he had some unfortunate... Um, press this weekend that i was like oh shoot people dug up some things that he said on reddit about um he once played um a pedophile and he was writing about this years ago how he researched you know what makes up the brain of a pedophile and he compared it to um that they can somehow cure it by doing conversion therapy that they do with gay people. And so they, he made a connection with gay people and pedophiles. And so, you know, 
they're and I don't, the way it was written, it didn't seem to me as something that was that he was saying that gay people needed that had some type of a mental issue. But I can see how some people, if they read half of it, would take it that way. Okay. So that was like, oh, God, I wish that because I really wanted to speak. But I have to speak the truth that that is in the news about this actor. If you like any type of like John Wick, martial arts, fast, just unbelievable martial arts in movies, you're going to love this kung fu. That's just so fantastic um i really did like the storyline as well i loved the fact that i didn't have to know anything about this character in advance i feel a little lost sometimes with the marvel universe because i just you know i i feel lost at this point because i haven't seen every movie yes so when they have something that's like you you get another marvel movie they do all of these little easter eggs and things that or a, a part of the major plot where you're like i don't know what's going on so this is a brand new character, not to the comic world of Marvel, but this is the first movie uh, for Shang-Chi. Um, and Michelle it stands Yeoh on its... In it. She's it, fantastic, too. Oh. And it stands... I didn't mean to interrupt you there, Don. No, it's okay. It's, but it... Because I'm with you. I'm... I like these... I've seen prop... I think more Marvel... More, more Marvel movies than you. Yeah, Absolutely. And, and I'm even lost. And I was worried, you know, uh, if I was A, going to enjoy this or B, kind of care um, about this character. And I was worried I was going to be lost. And you're kind not going to be lost at all. There is a little um, there's there is a character who is from Doctor Strange, but you don't you won't need to know that. Like if you know it at the end in the credits, you'll be like, okay, that kind of makes sense to me, but you don't need to know it to enjoy the movie. Aquafina, some people have mixed feelings about her, you know. In the movie? No, 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 just in general. Oh, in I general, know yeah. Are, you like her or you don't. She's pretty darn funny of the, in this. You know, she's the comic relief. She is the girlfriend, uh, and she has no special powers whatsoever or any kind of connection to this other world that he comes from. Um, so it's a battle between a father and a son, which always wins. That yeah. is a really hot topic with movies. If you write a father and a son that are at odds, and you're going to get an audience every time. Yep. So, um, I don't think it's a typical story. And if you just if you loved movies like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, or you know just the fantastic work that they do now with martial arts and harness work, you know they're on wires, but it's so believable looking that they're really flying in the air and just exciting action sequences that don't seem to end and not too long no oh the movie itself is two hours and 12 minutes and i was like we sat down and i looked at mc and i went this is two hours and 12 minutes he's like oh sorry but it didn't feel like that um i think they could have trimmed part of it maybe like 30 minutes but you really do have a very good time and and um you know, there's fantastical, magical creatures in it, so you get that for kids. Um, I wouldn't say it's that violent. There's not a lot of blood and gore or anything, so kids could go see it. Yeah. But I would see it's third. It's actually third straight weekend topping the box office. Yeah. So you're going to have a good time if you go see it. 
how was going to a movie? Were you were there a lot of people? What was that? Just the experience in general. What was that like? We've been to many movies. We yeah, always go on the weekend, the first showing. So there's nobody in there except us and people that are like five, you know, rows away, and Glorious. we wear masks. So, you know, I felt safe about it. Um, the oh, Alamo just opened again in Woodbury, by the way. Yes. Um, yes. So I would definitely, that's, you know, my favorite movie theater. and It's so good. But no, uh, check it out. I thought it was really fun. You're going to have a good time. Okay. I'm, I, I trust you because I, I was on the fence of whether I wanted to make this a priority. No, I'm, I'm going to go see it. on the big screen. Yeah. When we come back, Elizabeth. Alexis, Steve, a lot of you, Lula Rich on Amazon Prime. <laughs> oh, we got to talk about more about that when we come back. Stay with us. Oh,